Hi everybody, it's Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners. And in today's episode, I want to talk about some of the causes of trading frustration and offer some of my remedies to address the issue. Coming up next. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'm sorry I have been uh, late for the last couple of days. Just started a new job and uh, lots of things to catch up. And uh, as I some of my podcasts, being a father of four kids, there's a lot of things going on in my life. And uh, just has been very busy. But anyway, here's the podcast for this week. Um, today, I won't talk about really trading frustration. Uh, mainly, it's brought up to, um, last over the last weekend, really. Um, we got the gale force here in UK. It's about a wind and stuff, and uh, we you know, sit down in one of the guys' house, you know, talking about things. We couldn't really go out. <laughs> Just so, so much wind, and then we obviously talk about football and trading and all sorts of things. And one of the things came up with trading was, um, you know, how frustrating things have been for the past month, two months basically. You know, ever since you know the start of twenty twenty, so many things happened. Gold going straight up and come back down again. So it's oil prices, you know, going straight back down and fluctuation everywhere. And um, you got the impeachment happening, and then the, the um, in U.S. and the trade seems to be in the the U.S. trade market seems to just go up and up. And even though China is suffering huge problem with uh, the virus, coronavirus. And uh, I've mung about a couple of things previously, you know, a couple of podcasts before and weekly updates. And American index seems to just like shove it off as if nothing happens, you know, still saying, hey, still dancing, everybody's still, you know, playing along, you know, no problem. And but the us have to have the world away, it's a lot of panicking going on, you know, those kind of things. And and then the basically. A lot of traders, you know, some of my friends have certain expectation, and then the market don't seems to fulfill those expectation, just going the other way, like the, the U.S. market, uh, so to speak. And go is expecting to go through the roof with the virus running around <laughs> in Asia, and um, no, it didn't. And then um, the oil price came down as expected, but it's gone down a lot more. And some of my friends tried to do, you know. Well, bottom picking and just couldn't couldn't pick it. it just continue to stay low and uh, you know frustrating a lot. So all of this you know brought down to to this this episode basically is trading frustration. What causes trading frustration and what you you should do about it or how what, is there anything you can do about it? I mean to to me this is a, a very big topic for me because I suffer from it a lot. Being a Hong Kong Chinese, we like to I mean <laughs> it's bred into. Me basically, we just like to trade anything, you know. So long as we can make money, we trade. We trade stamps, we trade shoes, we trade toys, you know, um, hi-fi, whatever, <laughs> whatever that that makes money, so to speak. And um, and sometimes you make money, a lot of time you don't. And just like you know, those certain expectations and things, you know, uh, that that's the type of things that bred into me. And then and then trading is just you know a manifestation of it. And a lot of times I found it because. I thought that certain things would happen, and it didn't happen. And um, anything that I really shared off, and I really, you know, put all my you know, pocket money into it, so to speak, and just didn't didn't happen, and you know, go the other way around, and it lose me loads of money. That sort of things, you know, it's sort of you know been been with me since my childhood, and trading just manifests its, itself. So so sometimes I make a bit of money trading things um, when I was young, when I was kids. 
Um, but um, you know that attitude brought up, you know, uh, bring along with when you add who into trading, and then it just get worse because money is a very emotional subject, and um, also being on um, Chinese Asians in general, we link um, uh, success to you know making money. You know, failure means you're losing money. That kind of thing. It's quite a big topic for us, and then this is uh, it's kind of culture in Asia as well. It's the same similar thing in 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 Europe. In the West, but I think it's a lot more. As uh, being a Chinese, I feel really feel it in my blood, so to speak. Um, and this kind of frustration, especially when you bring the your your um, your life, where, where how you bought up and things into trading, just manifest yourself. So you go in, you expect, let's say, Google to go up, and uh, you expect a good trading decision um, update, which is to come out, and then the market just go. When those share price just going their way around and then go straight back down and then you, you lost a bundle and you try to buy gold gold don't go anywhere you like and then you say oh forget it don't trade anything you know or sit back and then suddenly go going straight up uh, it's just really frustrating and so forth and you even have a plan a lot of time you plan to do certain things it's, it just didn't happen so it takes a lot longer than is necessary, than you expected. And then it finally it happens, but because it takes so long, you get so frustrated, you came out of the market, and then the price, whatever you're tracking, just goes, shoom, go to the cloud, and it goes through the moon, and then you are not there. You're watching on the side. It's really, really frustrating. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of new traders have that uh, experience, or quite often have that, especially when you're you know, starting out. And as, as I... I uh, grow in my trading journey. Uh, this one of the things I have to face a uh, big demon of me, big problem that I have to deal with because I'm trading very emotionally and I've uh, very much a lot of biases, and um, also I'm not very patient and uh, I want more my money quickly, just like anybody else. And uh, my expectation is skewed, you know, and uh, market is being market, just do its things, and sometimes it works in your favor, sometimes it's not. And whenever it's time it is not, uh, you just being banging your head against the wall, and you know, inevitably um, it lead to you know, blowing up your accounts and all sorts of things. But one of the main causes is trading frustration, in in the sense that I, my trading expectation is wrong, and that causes lots of frustration. Uh, not just you know physically you know, uh, uh, you're losing money, but also emotionally, make you you know lack of sleep. You know you get irritated by other people easily, and um, you. Lack, um, lack of confidence in your trading systems, and you sort of like give up after a while, which a lot of new traders uh, have to go through. But as you grow into your trading journey, you you start to realize all this frustration is really down to, to my view, very much of an expectation issue. You know, you go in. Most of us want to go into the market to make money. We didn't go into the market just try to beat the market or try to do you know fit a puzzle kind of thing. You go into the market to make money, fair and square. But the way you make the market, uh, make the money from the market is, since it's full of landmines, you know, you look at your friends, you look at social media nowadays, you go look at uh, uh, news media, everybody, you know, try to make some money out of you by bombarding you with information, say, it's so easy to do Forex, it's so easy to uh, buy and sell shares, you know, and trade, trade like, you know, um, all those Wall Street people, you actually got films about those kind of thing, and uh, you sit on the sideline. You say, "Well, I would like to have some of that action too." You know, I like to have that some of those money stick in my hand and put it in my pocket, and I can use it. I don't like to have my own Lamborghini, etc., etc. Just the same as everybody else. So, but the thing is, 
this all these frustrations is you know um, the media is one thing and then the, the financial services and another telling you or showing you or try to you know sow the seed into you that things supposed easy but remember I think 80% more than I think by 85% of people you know new trader loses money because one of the main reasons for me is the expectation takes the market and the media's um, school our brains and so to speak and think make you think it's easy to go into the market make money without doing homework without have a plan without looking after your emotional state without even looking after you have enough sleep or not and then basically say yeah put a five thousand pounds here or five thousand dollars and in 12 years or 10 years or even some people 24 months make you you know 1.5 million or something you probably get some of those email and all the expectation you bring down into the market and the market doesn't do what you think it does, you get frustrated, you lose faith, and you basically just say bang your head against the wall. And most of us uh, um, feel very frustrated and want to give up. Only few of us really basically look at, look at what we have done in the, in our trading journey and look at our uh, trading logs and uh, journal if you even have written them down and actually think, what the hell I've done that for? Why am I doing this? Why am I not following my plan? And then you look at the charts and it doesn't make sense. It's like, why did I went in there? Why did I open a tray here? And then why didn't I wait? Um, why, why, why double down? Why I keep on trying to catch the bottom and then um, not stop? You know, th- those, those are the kind of questions. But you're doing that like afterthought after event when you're sitting in your chair have a cup of tea or whatever you know relaxing and thinking logically and then all this frustration come up double down and say you know i can only wish i can do this better and then when you go into trading because you didn't plan you know to cover those problematic issues you continue with those kind of problems and then it just kind of frustrating yourself and again and again until you're banging your head against wall enough time to say stop stop banging stop digging and find out what hell's going on and that's the part of the journey that any trader as far as i'm concerned that want to grow want to become better themselves will have to ask themselves you know and and to me um to some of those things that uh, i basically um like I said before, um, to actually um, reduce the expect um, the the frustration is the is the expectation that I should go into market without with no expectation at all. I mean, we all go into market to make money, right? But sometimes um, we have skew thinking. We go in the market and make millions within seconds or weeks or months, whatever your time frame is, and um, make it so easy and. Um, but the problem is the market is going to do its things. You never know where it's going. And um, you never know which, which share is going up or which share is going down, or which index or forex or commodities, whatever it is. You might have a bias field. The market is not going to do what you want to do. And um, it basically gone down to the very fundamental basic question. What are you going to do about it? And how can I do something to reduce the frustration? To me, frustration, expectation, blah, 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 they are all emotion. We have certain emotion, we have certain energy. Those energy and emotion are misplaced. Now, how can I make that emotion, energy, to place them in a proper manner? 
and to set up therefore a better expectation and therefore reduce frustration. And that's basically the t- topics I want to talk about today. I mean, first, first off the bat for me anyway is, first of all, ask yourself this basic question. Why you want to go into the market? You go into the market to supplement your income, to make something on the side so you can buy a better car, live in a better place, or just go on holiday or something. You know, or, or our, our own our views, a uh, 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 difference on this subject. But basically, it's more or less just try to get some money from doing a different thing than your, your day-to-day job. Um, but the main problem here is, um, for me anyway, we should think of it as a, a long-term project. Nobody get into any skill, let's say a, a chef or builder, or airplane pilot or a doctor, expect to you know to be good at the job with just reading a few books, go on YouTube, watch some video, or buy a DVD training se- series, and then you're supposed to be great at it. No, you can't. You will not be able to perform at the level that you think those top performers are performing and making those extraordinary money. Yeah. So you want those extra- extraordinary money. You need to work. You need to train your skill, put your skill, you know, to the next level. Get a really top notch. And while you're doing that, you're not going to think about the money. You think about how you can improve your skill, and then slowly and surely, your uh, your skill get better, and therefore, indirectly, your your income gets better as well. That kind of thing. So first of all, is give yourself time, learn trading. If it's something that you really want to do. After you have killed, I don't know how many accounts. For me, I bought like three, four accounts, and you know, tens and thousands of pounds before I can start thinking, because I was very much in gambling mode. Again, it's it's in my blood. It's very Asian, Asian kind of thing, just like gamble. But then I sit down and think, how can I do better? There's an opportunity here to make my life much better, and I don't have to worry about relying on any company to give me a job. And uh, if I get made redundant, at least I got something on the side here that can give me an income. Uh, those kind of things, I think, it's very similar to a lot of the people. My first of the bad, basically, is really take a long-term view. My long-term view is 10, 15, 20 years. You know, I trade, min- to, to me, I think minimum had to have five years when you're a new trader. Basically, trade and learn about the skill, get your skill up to speed to be a you know, certain level, then you can expect certain type of income. You don't expect yourself, you know, making loads of money right at the start, so to speak. You know, those basketball player, football player, snooker player, tennis player, they, you see them making loads of money, but you don't see behind the scenes how much hard work they work on. You know, they put hours in it, and they naturally continue, even though they are frustrated, if they're injured, if they don't feel like it, if you know they have emotional problem or financial problem or you know the dog dies so so to speak, they will continue and trade because that's something that's what they want to do. Okay, so in trading you want to do you have that similar mindset as well. Se- secondly, is you must have a plan. You have to follow a plan. The plan basically uh, reduces the frustration, reduces mistake, which then indirectly reduces frustration. But the first thing first is you have the plan, and then secondly is are you confident enough to actually follow that plan? Okay, a lot of us deviate because it's boring, the plan don't seem to be working, or it's working, but it's working very slowly, not making the money that you wanted, uh, not the amount you wanted, in the time frame you wanted, 
and um, you feel very frustrated and your friends you know walking around who are doing similar trading that as you maybe a day trader making low small money than you as a trend follower and then you think oh well maybe i should jump over there that kind of thing and you don't follow your plan and doing all sorts of also funny things so that has to stop you need to have a plan really to actually help you to to reduce those uh, possible losses and you only go in i think uh, in the market to make money to pick the low hanging fruits i think jim roger actually was saying that you know he don't go in the market on this is the, the the fruit just one hanging in front of him all he does to have to do is just or take his hand just pull it out from from the tree that is a type of trading that you know, people people need, need to do uh, for him anyway but that's that's his view that's his way that's his trading plan so for us we have to have our own trading plan our own view maybe biases and it's gone into our trading plan but we have to therefore follow that plan and and then the other thing is while you're trading learning to trade you need to reduce your trading size don't expect to go to the moon in one step or many steps expect to go to the moon maybe go to the moon but at least going to some distance over time so baby step counts every baby step counts so long as moving in the right direction that means writing things down following your plan doing a daily routine to make sure that you check your charts and and so forth those kind of things okay and to to me basically um this this action this activities take long term is a habit you need to build into it's not really just for christmas so to speak you know uh, it's a bit like a dog, you know, it's for life, you know, 15, 20 years, you know, that kind of thing. So you don't just go in and play. If you really want to just go in and play, then, you know, forget about trading. Let somebody else deal with it for you. If you can find somebody that you can trust to actually do those uh, trading and make money for you. But ultimately, my podcast is about, you know, giving you the, the right attitude and mindset and the skill to actually train for yourself so assuming you want to trade for yourself you want to do yourself then you have to you know have a plan take a longer term for you and then trade slowly and reduce your uh, trading uh, size but the good thing with reduce trading size is if you make money yes for trading you don't make enough you don't make a lot but you still making money a lot of people have this wrong idea that making money okay 10 pounds about 10 dollars compared to 10 millions yes a lot of difference but you still forget one fact you're making money you didn't lose money you more than break even okay you have to got 10 dollars here in this case 80 percent of people blow their account i think about 75 percent of them make i mean i think seven, between 75 to 80 percent people break um, loses money okay and then only like 20 25 percent of people break even or better okay you need to think about that What's the other side of that 20-80%? Okay, don't, don't just snigger on. Oh, you only make $10 on this trade. Crap. It's bad. It's good. No good. And compared to other people. No, your skills only enable you to make $20 or $10 at this stage. But a new skill progress is better. You will then make hundreds, thousands of pounds. Okay? You, but it takes time. So don't snigger on, on, that, on, on that amount. And meaning is you are in... If you look at it this way, you're in the top 20-25% of people in the world out there trading among the new inf- new trader, I mean, to making money. Okay, don't sneak in on that. That's a very good, you know, thing to to, uh, to 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 have. So so remember this one. The other thing I just talked about the lack of confidence on your system is the other thing is if you check uh, back test your system, 
Okay, I mean using, I don't know, 10, 15, uh, for me it's minimum 10 years data, 5 years, really minimum. But I think 10, 15, 20 years, that kind of thing. And I look at the patterns that comes out, how often you, you, uh, your trading plan make, uh, give you winning trades, how many of that is losing trade, how often the winning trades happen, any cluster of it, you know, you know, two in a row, three in a row, seven in a row, five in a row, those kind of things. So look at the same thing for losses, you know, how often it is, you know in a row, ten in a row, five in a row, those kind of thing, and look at how many losses, those kind of thing, and ask yourself, okay, the good time, when you're making money, you probably can do it, you can stick with it, but ask yourself the simple question, can you stick with the losses? Okay, a lot of us couldn't. Let's, for example, ten losses in a row, even you lose, you know, 20 pounds at a pop, you know, you lose 200 quid, like that. Can can you manage it emotionally? Let's let's screw this up to you know, two thousand two thousand pounds per trade. Per per for each of these the losses. Can you handle that? If you can well okay, dial it down to back to twenty dollars or twenty pounds or twenty pounds or two hundred pounds or something, something that you're more comfortable with. And then stick with it. Because this is a good good thing. You if your trading system actually say, Okay, your trading system has an average of, you know, losses of you know between five straight in a row or ten straight in a row that kind of thing and you say okay i can live with that fine this is the the worst that can happen from the past history you never know what's going to happen next in the future but at least in the past history if you can go back in time and live with those 10 losses in a row which happen i mean oftentimes it happens you have the emotional state to actually live with it and able to carry on and not get frustrated and stick with your system that is important it's not talk enough you know back testing is just testing your data Testing your, your your plan to do your system trade and to make sure that it's happened is to give you a positive result, so to speak. But the other thing is look at the pattern. Does it actually make you money? First thing, yeah, it does. How often does it have you know uh, straight wins you know in a row and straight losses? And ask yourself simple question I said before: Can you handle this? You can't dial back your trading size. So for new traders, this is important. Put your trading size small, okay? And then also this. Uh, give you confidence that you know when the trading uh, is going wrong way and it's hurting you and you know, five losses in, in a row and you say oh my system said it, it can have you know 12 straight losses or 10 straight losses in a row it happens before in history back in my test data and which I can go back and look at it and then say okay that's my system that is the sort of expectation I should have okay fair enough stick with the system you find it easier to stick with your system when the market is going against you, when your trade is going against you, you know, it's also give you emotional stability as well, you know, um, and this is this is good. And also the other thing is, um, out of that is over trading. Okay, that means is you trade too big of a size. This is what I said before. You can, you know, sit down and think. I can. Uh, put yourself emotionally think. I can lose ten in a row if I trade too big of a size and lost 2,000 pounds per each of those losing trade can I handle if you can't don't don't put that um, too, too much trade on and that is also mean the over uh, over trading over trading by having a bigger too big of a size that causes too big of a losses even if it happens and you cannot handle it okay so that is very very important to to, to me anyway I find that out it's very very useful and that, that sort of help you to reset your expectation. So initially I said expectation is your, 
is the main problem to me. Yeah, it is. You know, you take a long-term view. I was very short-term before. I'm very impatient because I have no confidence in my system because I don't have a system to start to talk with. Now I have a system, and then like you said, I didn't do back tests enough to actually think. Like what I said, you know, can I actually sit those through? You know, at the start, I just look at it as a data, data set, you know. Yes, making money, good. I didn't drill down to those data to get more information, like patterns and stuff. And, and th- those are things that you, you, you really need, need to know know about. And and the other thing is um, the market, you need to remember the market is a random event generator. If you're doing mathematics or uh, engineering, whatever you know, the market is going to do whatever you want to do at whatever time it wants to do. It's a collective thing of, of minds, of traders out there. Okay, they're going to do things. And you talk about money here. Okay. When it comes to money in Asia, my view anyway, um, people do anything for money, okay? And you think everybody's got to be efficient and tell the truth when it comes to money, those kind of thing. If you have that belief, then I tell you that you're basically uh, living a wrong, wrong world, you know, living the moon or Mars somewhere else. People will do anything to get money, and I'm a bit biased on that, and uh, I have my view on this one, but I'm very skeptical. If people in, in in the trading market that some of the big boys, you know, conspiracy theory or not, they go to there and you try to suck you in and, and make them eat out of you, take your money, so to speak. Legally, in this case, you know, um, probably some of the legal activities, so, but they never get caught. And that's what the SEC and all these, you know, regulators out there for. But as people, I mean, we believe, like, as the police improve its skills, so is the the robbers, you know, they improve the skill as well. So Wall Street improved the skills, you know, hide behind multiple layers of you know, activities and accounts and rules or products, try to get the market, muck around the market, and then make you lose money. So those kind of things you need to be careful of, okay? And um, and that that's one one of those things. The, the other things I want to say is because it's, yeah, okay, continue with the random event. So if it's random, you have to be careful uh, in the sense that uh, you could never tell what's coming up next, like uh, what you call uh, forest gum. You know, you never know the box of chocolate. When you have, you never know what comes next, which is correct. Is in my view, and trading is because it's a random event. You might make the big uh, happens to be on the right place and right time and make a killing, and you can be also on the other side that you make a you know worse bet and then lose lots of money. And if you have a plan, you can cut yourself out quicker. You don't have a plan and still follow through like Iran. Remember some of those old guys who have been in those you know times back in 07, 06, whatever it is. When everybody said Iran is a fantastic company fundamental wise, but the price, the share price going down the drain and a lot of uh, funds manager, pension fund managers still stick their head to it because they are fundamentally uh, based and the fundamental seems good and they didn't know people were cooking the books. And you know, get frustrated kind of thing. So, so this kind of thing could happen, and therefore, this a random event. So, if a random event happens, you want to reduce, uh, protect yourself, so to speak. So, you reduce your size. So, trading size when it's small, also help help you as well. And when the trading size increases, you need to remember there's still a random event out there. Can you take the hit? Can you take the drawdown? Can you take the losses? Uh, so, uh, certain patterns in a row, you need to ask yourself that, but you get better over time. So at the start, be careful of that. You know, you remember everything's random event. And secondly, because it's random, it's not against you. It's not about you. 
the markets out there do is things. It's not. It sometimes think and looks like the market do this just to screw you up. You know, screw your mind up, screw your bank account up, whatever. But it's not just go do its stuff. It's you, we as human being, have a certain biases. Went into the market and expect certain things to come out, and that expectation is not met, and you think the market is screwing you up. It's not. So at the end of the day, remember it's a random things happening. People can do whatever they want in the market, and it's not really against you. You know, they don't know you, you don't know them. You know, we trade through, especially nowadays, if I think electronics. You know, you can be in Russia trading a market in Latin America. Who knows? America trading in, I don't know, if North Korea is open, you can trade in North Korea. But you're not actually have to be in North Korea to trade, right? So the market is just going to do its things, and you don't have to, you know, don't, don't, don't get too frustrated. Don't take it personal if the things doesn't, doesn't happen in the way or time scale that you expected. So that helps to reduce your frustration as well. The other thing uh, I talk about expectation already as well, and uh, competition, especially all those A students out there. We are so competitive, whatever we are. Human beings are competitive bunch. But out there, are you really competing with others? Yes, you are. But stop competing with others because um, especially they are not in the same journey as you are. Very much like, I mean, athletes. You know, you want to like, whatever, you know, athletes in, in the world that, okay, let's say tennis, you want to be like Venus sisters, you know, to be up top of the world and in the tennis school, uh, field. But you're only just starting out. Good to aim for that, but, you know, got to remember um, you compete against others in this case, but it takes time to train up and so forth. But you mainly com- uh, competing, not just with others, but also with yourself. In the market, you don't see your competitors on the other side of the, of, of the fence, so to speak. But a lot of it is really gone down to can you complete yourself? Can you actually make yourself do certain things? Things that you don't want to do, like following your plan, writing things down, uh, have enough sleep, eat regularly, don't overtrade, you know, only trade certain time frame. And don't trade when you know in the middle of the market, so to speak, or make decision while the market is moving down, those kind of thing. And being trend following, we're not day trader, we are trend follower. We try to catch the big trend that happens in months and weeks terms, not nanoseconds. Okay, those are the type of things that we we're doing. So you need to think think about that kind of thing. Then you you basically say, can you do that yourself? You compete yourself. And to you know, make you know, to know you better. So this is what people has been saying um, um, that trading actually being out who you are. You get what you want. If you are a scary person, you get you, you basically you lose lots of money because you're scared of losing money. And then yeah, you might have some money in the bank, but the market go uh, in your way. But it going to the mood. However, because you are scared of losing money, you came out of the market or, or a certain trend much early, and then you lose lots of bunch. You know, for example, Tesla. Uh, what I said in one of my podcasts is, is set up to make money certain ways, that's great. But you think you might have a certain target or scare of making money. You think that's, you know, uh, Tesla went up to $400 and $200 already enough. You get out. Well, you didn't know. It went up to, you know, 900 something dollars. No, eight, eight something now, 850 or something at the moment. You know, those kind of things. So you need to stick with your uh, trading plan, okay? That, that's the another thing. Another thing is... Um, don't get emotional. If you have a trading plan, you have done your back uh, homework in the background. Don't don't get emotional when when uh, with random event, 
random stuff that's actually in happening in the market and it's just going to do whatever you, it, it wants so keep your emotion out of it and if you're feeling emotion at the time let's say you have an argument you have bereavement in the house your pet die you didn't pass the exam whatever it is and you go into trading because you want to be disciplined well first of all you can you can take a time out on that you don't have to because remember trading for us first rule is basically trade for a long long time and in this one if you take a you know a few days out a few weeks out while your emotional state you know calm down before you trade that that's fine or the other way around like i said before you know we choose the trading size instead of we trading i don't know normally you should buy 100 share in apple or something don't don't buy 100 buy 10. something doesn't really hurt you but you still keep that discipline to to actually make your trading and stuff so that that'll be good to, to do that okay so when you are emotionally um enraged by whatever event don't try and get out just just leave it the market is going to be there for you okay because the worst things come to the worst is you go and trade while you're emotional you just forget about your rules you flung your rules and you don't follow your trading plan and you lose a lot more you become a lot more frustrated okay that is not what we want to do okay and the other thing is don't focus on profits and losses your PL account don't that's another source of frustration yeah, I know we're here to make money. Fine, fine enough. You all want money. Yesterday, you know, deliver on a platter, golden platter, so to speak. But we know this takes some time. It's got to take it. It's do its things. I mean, concentrating on your trading plan, for me anyway, it helps me to reduce the thinking to us just concentrating on the profit and plan, uh, losses plan. And then you um reduces the kind of uh, frustration because remember trading being a random event you know it, you 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 can even follow all the trading your trading rule has been back tested followed to the t you can still make a losses okay just like what i said before in some of my podcasts one plus one does not equate to two certain situation one plus one means zero or minus something if you have a plan and you follow the plan, if that minus has happened, okay, you see minus two, that's fine, that's good enough for me. You get out. But gotta remember one plus one does not always happen. Okay, so be remember that one. Okay? And the the other thing here is uh it's quite a big thing as well, is being a trend follower. I mean the the word trend following is you have to find a trend, that's a trend, and then you follow. Okay? We train follow. We are trend follower. We don't predict, so we are very unlike of the you know normal type of uh, technical analysis. He's head and shoulder. He is a blue flag. He's a bear flag. He's uh, um, uh, report and resistance. No, we don't. We we acknowledge that they are like signposts to us, but we have no idea what happened next. So we don't predict. We just follow a rule of rule say, based on mathematical model, it's going and you go in, even though there's a trend. I just say there's a ceiling. You better get out, you know. But a lot of time, it happens. It works, okay. But also a lot of times, it doesn't work. The sitting as if you know, nothing like a piece of paper or crisp. You can just the price share price just go break through it. And if you always say, okay, that's a ceiling. Um, there's a trend line to stop you getting it. You better get out. And you get out and you left on the sideline when the when the share price just go to the moon. You don't. Okay, one of the things about trend following is you follow the trend until it bends. 
You don't predict. You follow. When there's a trend, you follow. You follow and you follow, and it takes time. Okay, but remember, it's trend following. Okay, that will reduce your frustration as well. Okay, okay, yeah, you might have sometimes you say, okay, the the trend following when it hit the, for example, again, uh, ceiling and it come back down, and your you you lost a bit of money before you uh, actually got stopped out from your system, and you lose a bit of money, you always go back thinking your emotional brain is telling you, your lizard brain is telling you, you should have get out earlier. You should have got a lot more of those profit or reduce your losses, whatever it is. Well, I would say first of all, your losses is already calculated before you go in the market, so you know how much you're losing in the in the trade, and you're happy with that. Fine. So therefore, you 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 go in the trade, and also on the, on on the flip side, what happens if the ceiling doesn't work? You know, it's actually there, but there's no um, there's not much there's not enough sell orders, but there's loads of people buying. And then just go through the roof. Remember, look at this bear squeeze in Tesla. Just jump, go straight up. Hundred dollars. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah, you 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 want to lose those chances of making those big money? No, you just follow the plan. So, following your plan have its own uh, frustration. It generates own frustration when the plan is not making money. Like one plus one doesn't equal to two. But you have to remember that same plan is one plus one can make you lots of money. That is one plus one equals ten. One plus one equals a thousand. It can happen as well. So you got to remember that as well. Okay. And um, the other thing is, I always mentioned earlier, when you're trading, don't 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 make decision uh, during the trading hours. Okay. You make your decision at night. That's what I do anyway when everybody's asleep. And um, you make your uh, call hard thinking hat on and make your decision that way and then next day just follow that training uh, whatever uh, you need to buy or sell or or stand aside uh, do nothing that kind of thing don't try to get too emotional and try to get in the middle of the day and trade the your your account in the middle of the day when the when the price is moving up and down like i said before trend followers are not day traders we don't go up and down go in like this and um, uh, in the middle of the day and trade we trade long term. We use daily charts. We capture month, big long chart, uh, long trends, which is, you know, happens weeks and months. You know, sometimes even years. And we want to make those big money. So that's another thing to to watch out for, which can help you to remember and reduce your your uh, your uh, frustration. The other thing, um, it's not often talk about here is you are the creator of your own world. So if you're trading world, you're feeling very frustrated. I would suggest you do something about it. For finding you write down these things, your emotional state as well as your trading, when you review and you look at it, like what I say about yearly review, some one of the issue is frustration. Well, do something. Set up a plan to trade it that way or certain way that will reduce your frustration, reduce your size, reduce expectation, take a more long term view, those kind of thing, and. Also, maybe you know, sleep more than seven hours. You know, eat regularly. Go exercise at least once a week. A kind of thing, you know, and you then create a training environment that is inducive for good behavior, good trading behavior. You make it easier to follow trading plan, and therefore your frustration reduces. Remember, you are the creator of your own world. It's not just about trading; it's about everything else in our life. And um, when you get better in trading. You will find out also you as a person feel better, 
you know, when you go outside facing the world with other issues as well, you, f- you feel better as well. So trading for me is not just about making money. It's also philosophy. It's also in the background also help you improve yourself. And I, I believe, I really believe we are the creator of our own world. So you want better result? First of all, you need to be trained. You need to have a plan. And the other thing I didn't mention is another thing you need to maybe have a mentor who have done this before or at least podcasts like my one who have done this before may be better as well. You know, some other more experienced people, listen to them on YouTube, whatever uh, media you can find, and listen to what they have said about how they go breakthrough in their old past uh, uh, downturn. You know, especially Dario, like Ray Dario. He lost his loss of money. I mean, you might not like Donald Trump. He lost his loss of money as well, but he came back up again. Okay, those are the type of people you need to follow. Okay, and that gives you, you know, sense of you know, direction, you know, thing. But remember, create an environment that uh, doesn't make you feel frustrated, okay, that give you strength, that give you peace, that give you the space to think and then, you know, test your data and basically just follow that plan through, okay? I hope you like this podcast and I hope you bring some of the pointers up that you think will be useful and uh, I will speak to you soon. Bye for now.